Do you have difficulty with the idea of failing or uncertainty? We are talking about learning through experience on our journey to worthiness on this episode of Coffee with Tea. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. I'm your host, Tanya Tyler, and I'm excited because we're going to talk to Jessica Pure, and we're going to talk about the journey to worthiness. And I love this topic because I think we undervalue ourselves. So without me going into the conversation, I want to welcome Miss Jessica to the show. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here as well. Thank you for accepting my invitation to connect. Um, you know, we, we, I always like to like give a little bit of like a background of who the guest is. So our, our listeners are, are knowing who, who we have in the house. So I'm going to turn it over to you. I would love for you to tell a little bit about who you are and perhaps how you've been dealing with this whole, um, reopening shutdown pandemic thing. What, what's been mm-hmm. going, coming up for you there, Miss Jessica? Oh, yeah. Um, Well, I am um, a lifelong educator and learner. So, um, you know, I knew it when I was a little kid teaching my stuffed animals at home after I'd come home from school, I'd set them all up and, (laughs) um, and like reenact what had just happened. Um, And, you know, it's no surprise that I went into education as my career and got a master's in education. And now my company is all about helping people share their message and helping people transform through learning. So that's a little snippet of my journey. But um, to answer your question about how this past year has been treating me, (laughs) um, you know, I think like a lot of people, there have been struggles and there have been gifts in the struggle. Um, And, you know, for me, one of the struggles was um, right at the time that COVID hit, Um, my, a lot of other things were happening in my life too, that caused my anxiety, which I'd always kind of lived with anxiety, anxiety, and didn't realize it was a thing that I thought it was just how everybody was. (laughs) Um, it caused it to really flare in a way that, um, I wasn't able to cope with. I didn't have the skills. Um, and you know, it came with depression at the time. And so both of those were like a new experience for me. Um, and so I'm, I'm really fortunate that I had a strong support system um, of family and that I sought treatment for um, generalized anxiety disorder. And, um, you know, if people who are listening have been through cognitive behavioral therapy, um, it really has transformed my life. And it's what allowed me to start my business because Prior to that, I couldn't handle the idea of failing. Um, I couldn't handle uncertainty, not knowing what was coming, not knowing how it would turn out. Um, Had lots of thoughts about like, well, what's the right way? What's the right thing to do? And, you know, just working with my therapist, learning like, oh, there is no right way. (laughs) There are ways that we can try and we can learn through experience, if it's, um, you know, if it worked out, um, but there's no, there's no book, there's no guidebook. So. Uh, 
Yeah, thank you, you know, for sharing because I, I, I know a few folks who, who suffer, who suffer from anxiety as well. And, uh, you know, being for a person who doesn't, I don't under, completely understand, like, why just do it, you know, and mm-hmm. you're like, I can't. And so mm-hmm. it helps give some insight. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, my business was born during COVID. Um, it's 10 months old now. So, um, you know, there's a lot of joy that's come from that. And like the, the feeling that I'm, I'm living my purpose and I feel freedom is really important to me as a value. And so I have the freedom of deciding how to use my time. And, um, you know, I'm also the kind of person that doesn't like being told what to do. So, (laughs) (laughs) which, you know, there's like, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because no one's telling me what to do. And like, it's all like, I've got to tell me what to do. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I I had, I had a similar conversation because I I think about, like said, self-employment is like, I have to have a, a, um, the CEO Tanya has to have a talk with the the employee Tanya sometimes. It's like, uh, don't expect a handout if you haven't done anything to get that. Mm-hmm. So good point, Miss Jessica. Thank you for bringing that. So I, I love when we talk about worthiness, because like I said, I know um, we talked about holding the space for people and, and really becoming, you know, how do you want to be in life? So how did this really, I know you talked about the anxiety and stuff like that and you, you know, your business came, but, but really, where did this really come from? Where did you know that this was your purpose in life? Mm. Yeah, I, it was such a journey. Um, there was a moment three years ago where a lot of things kind of came to a head in my life and I realized that my life was not working the way that I had set it up. Um, my job was not working. I, for the first time ever, I was not successful at my job, meaning that like there were benchmarks for success and I did not meet them. And as someone who is like a higher achiever and like used to excelling, it was like crushing. I was, I would just kept trying harder and trying harder and it wasn't working. Um, so that happened at the same time that I realized like I wasn't also connecting with my colleagues, which was new to me. Normally I build relationships really easily. People love working with me. I love working with them. It's great. In this environment, that did not happen. People misunderstood me. People did not like me. People bullied me. Um, and so there were all these new experiences of like, what's happening? Who am I? I this isn't how I thought I was. Um, And so it caused this kind of crisis of identity. Like, am I worthy? I thought I was like, what makes me a valuable person if it's not like doing my job well and like people liking me, (laughs) Um, you know? Yeah. A lot lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Off of that. Right. So I, I kind of went on this quest of like, how do I, where does worthiness come from? And how can I feel worthy even when these external circumstances are happening that are giving me feedback that I'm not worthy? Um, and so I launched myself off on an adventure to, to kind of figure that out and figure out also what was my purpose? Because I've been doing all of this work in education and nonprofit, which was very fulfilling, but 
there was something missing. I was always um, feeling like I was trying to climb uphill. You know, I was trying to save the world is like, I had that mindset. Like, I just want to do good and help people, except it was depleting me. Um, And so I was like, all right, I got to figure something else out. And I went, I decided to give myself a couple months and go um, on a pilgrimage. And so I decided to spend a month in France, um, just like decompressing, working on some farms. Um, so if anyone is listening and is like, how do you do that? It's, uh, <laughs> it, there's a great, um, organization called woofing. It stands for worldwide opportunities on organic farms. And you can identify farms all over the world and go and spend time volunteering. And they give you room and board in exchange for working and they teach you how to, you know, work on the farm. And so I did that for a month and I was at this Buddhist retreat center, organic farm in the South of France. Um, it's like amazing opportunity. <laughs> it was so peaceful. Like, uh, you know, we ate all vegetables that we cultivated there and, um, we didn't have internet access. So like completely disconnecting from social media and all of that. Um, and just getting in touch with like my rhythms, you know, like we got up at, at seven 30, we had breakfast at eight. We did work in the garden for four hours. We had a nice big lunch. And then we had like siesta, like the Europeans do, you know, for a couple hours, we rested. It was the hottest time of the day. And we got out back out there for another couple hours of work and had a light dinner and went to bed, like right after the sun went down, it was beautiful. So all that to say that from there, I was going to go on this pilgrimage, this hike across the north of Spain. It's called the Camino de Santiago. Um, and it's become very popular now. Um, it used to just be like Catholic pilgrims would walk this journey 500 miles across Spain um, to the cathedral. And now it's people from all over the world. So um, I was going to do that. I thought like, all right, this is, I'm going to figure out my purpose. I'm going to get all the answers. And in 35 days, I'll have it all figured out. I'll come back and I'll just like live my life. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, spoiler alert, Tanya, it did not work out that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what happened was I, um, while I was on the farm, the first week I was there, I tore my calf muscle. Mm. Yep. I was just like leaning forward, watering some plants and sure enough, tore my calf muscle. I heard it tear. Um, I was like, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And I tried to wait it out and like rest and see if it would heal on its own. And it didn't. So after a month, I gave it up and I decided to come home. And so I'll speed it up for you here. But um, the short version is I had no idea what my purpose was. And that was so disorienting, uh, especially because I had no job, no car, no house. Um, and so, you know, it was like completely blank slate. Um, and the world was my oyster, but I didn't know what I wanted. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So to answer your question, how did I discover my purpose? It was following the breadcrumbs. Um, there's a life coach out there, Martha Beck, and she tells a story of um, like being a rhinoceros hunter. Um, and like when you're, say you're tracking a rhinoceros and um, I do not condone 
condone hunting, by the way, um, but, <laughs> you know, a rhinoceros. Um, but say you're like tracking this animal through the woods and you, you know, you, you follow the tracks, you see the footprints. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I don't see any more signs. I must be off course. You just backtrack to the last point you remember and then look for another sign. And that's what I was doing. You know, I tried working in a yoga studio. I tried taking a, a certificate course in human resources. I tried, um, you know, becoming a life coach. I did some training in that. And all of these things gave me information and data points about what I liked, what I didn't like, and what the next step and opportunity would be. And eventually I got enough data points that it coalesced into this thing, which is what I'm doing now. And which is how I feel purposeful. Um, and one of the big, the last thing I'll say, and then I'll stop talking <laughs> is, um, <laughs> is one of the biggest, uh, things that helped me along that path was a coaching program that I went through, um, called purpose practice. So I'm going to plug it purposepractice.com. You can check them out. Um, and it was just super powerful because I came out of that process with a belief statement. Um, and so it was like, I believe, and I'll share mine with you. I believe that we are all inherently worthy, which drives my commitment to showing up as an ambassador for love, compassion, and acceptance. So that's that purpose. While it might seem like you know, kind of airy fairy, like just, you know, nice words. I actually see it pop up in everything that I do professionally and personally. So it really does drive me. Right. To know that about myself. Yeah. I, I, I can, I definitely can uh, um, test that, you know, finding some kind of mission statement or purpose statement or something like that, you know, discovering. So we're going to, this is where I like to remind everybody that if you've already picked up some gems, because I, I know I've been picking up gems, took plenty of notes already on what Jessica's been dropping and you're enjoying it, please give us a thumbs up. Please follow down with a comment below because we're going to go into, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like when people come to you, really, what's the one first thing you want them to like step back and figure out is this, you know, something you can help them with? What, what is the one thing you're looking for when they come to you? Mm. Um, hmm, that's a good question. So in my work, I haven't shared what my company does, but um, <laughs> my company is Alchemy Learning Solutions. And um, I'm on a mission to help spirit-led entrepreneurs take what they know and share it with a bigger audience uh, while making passive revenue through online courses, memberships, and programs. So um, I think the biggest thing I want people to know is that if you feel called to share what you know with more people, that's because there are people out there that need it. And there are so many things that might stand in your way, um, just even in your own mind. <laughs> uh, you know, the stories we tell ourselves and like that mean girl inside our head. Um, but you're needed and you can do it. And there are resources out there to help you. And um, yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, I like that. It was sort of like led already into my next question was what's <laughs> one message you want people to take away? Hmm. I mean, when you talk about, you know, I guess exploring all your resources and I like how you talked about follow the breadcrumbs. Hmm. And so, you know, we talked about this journey to worthiness. How, how did you actually... How did that become something that that 
you know, hey, I'm on the right trail. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. How did you know you you are on the path of worthiness? How did somebody know that? Mm, yeah. I don't know. That's a deep question. That's a great question. I love that question. Um, so I'll say a couple things. So one is um, I knew because I started paying more attention to myself and doing things like like crying randomly in my car, (laughs) um, you know, because for a long time I didn't think my emotions were valid. And, you know, some of us who grew up in households where like emotion is not something that's encouraged and it's like, oh, there she goes crying again. Like, you know, um, then we learn as a coping strategy to kind of tamp it down. Um, and so, you know, my emotions started coming out and I was like, whoa, what's going on? Why am I crying right now? I guess I just needed to. Okay. Um, so, you know, that's one thing and paying attention to myself too, in terms of like, how is my body feeling right now? What do I need? Do I need to rest? Do I need to eat a good salad? Like, do I need more water? Do I need to sleep more? And, and then doing that and not berating myself and guilting myself and saying like, Oh God, you know, you need to be more productive. You were supposed to do this and just being like, well, you know, it's enough. It's good enough. Um, so those are a couple of things. Um, and then also boundary setting. So, you know, by paying more attention to myself and my needs, then being able to say no, when people ask me for things that I either don't want to give, or I'm not, you know, I don't have the capacity to give, um, and being okay with that. So, you know, when you're on the path to worthiness, you're going to find yourself saying no a lot more and feeling a lot less guilty about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's yeah. I I like, I like, I like that because I cannot, again, I have a friend who gave me a formula for those who are, who are looking for for formulas. She Mm. always used to share and I shout out to Miss Kiki, uh, um, Jakia Kiki Wilson, she gave me this form and she says 90% no, 10% mm. yes. So that means when you do give your honest 10% yes, you are all in. So right. I, I like what you're saying because you know now from within you, I don't want to give that energy to something that's not true for me. Is that what I'm, mm-hmm. is that what yeah. I'm hearing? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think as women, especially we can be conditioned to people, please, and to say yes to everybody. Um, and then to, you know, to meet our own needs last if with anything that's left over and often there isn't anything left over. (laughs) So, you know, it takes, it takes intention and, um, focus to retrain ourselves to do fill our cup first and then decide intentionally, like, is that something I want to do? I could like, I can say no. And they might be upset about that. And that's okay. They get to be upset. I don't have to manage their feelings for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I love that. Thank you, Miss Jessica for sharing because yeah, when I, I, yeah, you're on it. You're on the right path there. <laughs> Your path to worthiness. So thank you for sharing. I also want to take a moment here. Where can people find more information about you, your services, and what you do? Yeah, thank you. Uh, so my website is alchemylearningsolutions.com. And I am on Facebook and Instagram at Alchemy Learning Solutions. So they can find me there. 
Um, and I'll also be presenting at a summit, um, if this isn't too late, um, in October of 2021, um, Be the Beacon, and that's um, to launch my book, Be the Beacon. So um, that book is a collaborative book. It's inspiring stories. Um, and so I have a chapter in it, comes out in October, and it'll be available everywhere books are sold. Congratulations on the book. Thank you. So uh, I, I know we covered what's towards your last, um, the overarching message. My question is, we, this is a really deep conversation that we can always go more into depth. Mm -hmm. But um, I would like to know, basically, would you be willing to come back maybe another time we dive down more into um, this whole yes. journey? Oh, I would love to. Yeah. I mean, this idea of like, what is worthiness and where does it come from and how do you develop it? I could talk for days about that. <laughs> <laughs> and because, then, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and I want to also make sure I, I, when you talk about online, do you teach people how to create online courses? That's, I guess I just want to make sure we understand in this time. Great question. <laughs> yeah. So there are a lot of people out there who teach you how to do it yourself, which is great. If you are one of those people that is like self-motivated and can, can do that. Awesome. That's not what I do. I am the guide who takes your hand and walks you through it. So we do it together and you get to do the pieces that you're an expert in and give the rest of it to me and my team. So we do the pieces that we're an expert in and you don't have to worry about it. Thank you, Miss Jessica. I, like I said, I just wanted to make sure we, we get all clear in this episode so that people <laughs> are like, well, what's she do? So again, you are on the road. You can help people maybe dive into this worthiness because like I said, we're all worthy. Mm -hmm. If we, we I, I like you say, follow the breadcrumbs. And yeah. so that's, that's a golden takeaway. So thank you. Thank you for You're your welcome. time. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for having me. And I want to remind everybody who tuned in that, yes, feedback is welcome. Jessica dropped a lot of gems. So if you pick them up, please give us a thumbs up. All the links that she mentioned will be posted down in the description box. So please follow down below. If you enjoyed what she has shared, Again, give us a thumbs up, smash that like button as some of you have known or have heard. And if you enjoy and you want to continue to get the insight that everybody is sharing and you like what we're doing, please hit that subscribe button over there. And remember, take things to stride, go with the flow and create your own path. And we will see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. All right. Bye-bye.